Yo, yo, welcome everybody back to the JD Sports Room. We're back with a special holiday edition. As usual, your host, JD Dino, the other half of the team behind the scenes, my man Vince. Yeah. Yo, we'd like to thank my man Big J for holding down the Kobe Corner last week. But after his stint in Tampa, I mean, he, he saw he had a nice view of the bay. Didn't have a nice view of many touchdowns, but man. like to welcome back to the show, my man Jay Money. <laughs> man, let me tell you, first off, man, yo, hey, Big Jay, appreciate you holding down a Kobe corner, man. You did your thing, big dog. Salute. But yo, that Tampa game, man, yo, don't get me wrong, the vibe was dope. We had a good time out there, but man, you know, we sitting there like twelve rows behind the end zone right there at the Bucks Center, expecting a dope game, you know. Man, no touchdowns, not even for one side. Getting shut out for the first time in 15 years. Crazy Jeez. game. I like to say, yeah, it was a good defensive game, but you know, you trying to watch a game, but it's all good. You Man, know, it's a dope vibe. Right behind the end zone. Yeah, right behind the end zone. See a single touchdown? No touchdown. Tough. No touchdown. Tough, crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was, man. You know, it is what it is, but you know, I mean, we I was mean, like, I'll tell you what it is. I think I called it early in the seat in, in, in the shows, yes, man. I don't I don't know what it is. But those New Orleans Saints, man, they have Brandy. Brady's number. Like, yeah, you did say that. that, man. Saints have Brady's number. Like, look, all I'm saying is the Bucks better hope they don't see the. And I, I know we mentioned it earlier, and and a lot of people say, oh, it's you know, it's a regular season yeah. thing. It won't yeah. happen in the playoffs, man. The Saints have Brady's number. They beat him five times out of six meetings Sheesh. since he's been a Buck. Yeah, yeah, man. I, what's going on with the Bucks and 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 I don't know. trying to get past these Saints, man? He can't get out of that division, huh? I just know the Bucks. You know they ain't got. You know they can't be wasting surface pros being broken. That's what I know. But you know that's another topic. <laughs> but other anything, you know. Anyway, but uh, it was a tough loss for the Bucks. You know, if you think about it, they took a lot of injuries, right? And I remember seeing that guy went hit from from the jump. You know, I'm right there. I'm hearing that smack, like boom. A lot of people thought it was a neck injury, but the way his legs got pushed back, I already knew it was a torn ACL. And I don't agree with them with them letting him just walk off the field like that, get jump up. Yeah, yeah. I just think they should have took that more into context that it was something deeper than that. They took it like possibly a sprained MCL or something of that nature, but I knew it was an ACL, man. I knew it was done. It's tough, man. I man. mean, that's their leading receiver. You know, yeah. they, they're going to miss him. And then you think about it not too long after that, I see, I see Evans limping into the tunnel like, boy, it's about to be rough. It's yeah. about to be rough. So they yeah. need some people to step up. Yeah, man. He uh, he, he had a hamstring injury. Uh, obviously, you mentioned Godwin, mm -hmm. torn ACL. That's tough mm -hmm. because I, I, I don't – Bucks are my Super Bowl pick, man. But the Bucks are my Super Bowl pick with Godwin as their number one receiver. Like, he, Brady really looks to him as a safety blanket, man. And – yeah, and it's tough right about now, man. They also lost Leonard Fournette in that game too. Lost Fournette too. Fournette's on IR mm -hmm. as well. So mm -hmm. I, I mean, man, these 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 Bucks are plagued with injuries right now, it's man. Only some people to step up. It, it didn't take long for the PR to say uh, that suspension talk and, and possibly releasing Brown. That noise got settled real quick. Yeah. He coming back next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll see. AD next <laughs> week. Back he coming next back week next sure. week. But you know, I like to see Tyler Johnson step up for them. I like that young boy. Yeah, I like Tyler Johnson. And obviously, you know, up. they're going to need a running back. Yeah. You know, Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Hey, go ahead and, you know, ha put a little faith in Ronald Jones, man. He's done it in the past. He could do it again. Personally, he looked real good in this past game after Fournette actually left. You know, I just, I couldn't understand why they had Keyshawn in there more. I don't no. understand either. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, they've been trying to get him. You know, they 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 used a high draft pick on him, and they've really they been did. trying to get him involved for a mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's the piece. I yeah. think they're literally just trying to see, you know, if he could fit at some point in time. Right. I think they lost out on that one. They signed Le'Veon today, too. So I, I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. You know, the, the <laughs> Tampa Bay never shies on going after somebody yeah, if they, they want him, right? They don't. They I mean, don't. so at this point in time, it looks like you're going to get a – a healthy dose of Ronald Jones going yeah, forward. That's why I think should take it. Um, I'm thinking AB should be heavily in the mix. You mentioned mm-hmm. that young boy Tyler Johnson. I like him a lot, man. Yeah. Um, you'll probably get a heavy dose of Gronk, For sure. right? For sure. Especially in the red zone, yep. right? So yeah, OJ um, in there. Yeah, yeah. You might even see a little OJ splash. Um, the Bucks are gonna do what they can to continue rolling uh, as long as Brady has some pieces. He's gonna try to continue rolling, but they're struggling right now. They, they, yeah. They're in, they're in tough shape. Yeah, but I, I think I think they'll get it right next week. Even with the injuries, I still feel bad for the Panthers, man. After Brady, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. After what happened to Brady, man, he's just going. Ah, oh, man. Brady has a yeah, tendency yeah. of bouncing back, yeah, to say the least, yeah. right? He's, he's he's gonna remind the world who he is. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, but, uh, we're not on the fantasy segment, but. Yeah. It, Go ahead and plug a Tyler yeah. Johnson, maybe even a Gronk into your lineups, man. I because would all day without boy, hesitation. Brady's yeah. gonna be a little angry about taking a shutout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, seems like Bucks could be in a little trouble, especially now that they lost hold of what they 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 were tied for the lead in the conference, and it seems like they lost mm-hmm. hold of that at this point in mm-hmm. time. Green Bay with another big win against uh, the Ravens. Yep. Um, no Lamar Jackson, but as Big J mentioned last week, you know, poor man's Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley yeah. came in, he played well. He did. Right. Um, Green Bay still was able to pull out the win and now Green Bay's on top of that division. I mean, is Green Bay our favorite? I mean, they have the bye if the playoffs start right now. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, um, Joe even mentioned that too, along with, uh, uh, uh Nelly, right? about Green Bay being the team. So, good calls on them, man. Yeah. You know? But, um, even even Logan liked them last week. Yeah, man. yeah. Logan didn't make a lot of good picks last week, but <laughs> even Logan liked them last week, man. Green, Green Bay's looking good, man, especially nah, in the I mean, playoff time, you know, with the run game. They're getting A.J. Dillon heavily involved. And they right? both got in the end zone last week, him exactly. and Aaron Jones. Exactly. So, you know, that's they, that run game is something special right there. I think it makes up for the lack of weapons they got on a receiving option there outside of Devontae Adams, you know? Yeah. You know, it that does, run game. They try to get Alan Lazard. I, I like Alan Lazard. He's, he's a nice young piece. But they try to get him involved early. Outs- but they, they game plan against him. Devontae is yeah. always a consistent factor. But, yeah, they lean more heavily towards the run right now. Nah, for sure. Um. I like what the, the what Green Bay's doing. Uh, I mean, they, they play Cleveland next week. Saturday game, actually. Saturday game. Saturday game. Cleveland, so. Green Bay. Should be fun. Yep. Should be fun. Um, another team that we thought was a, one of the favorites in the conference takes an ugly loss to Detroit. <sighs> what, what the heck happened to the Cardinals man. last week, man? Face planted against Detroit? <sighs> You know, I don't know if it's not having uh, Hopkins in there, but he really hasn't been there for many weeks now with the lingering injuries he's been dealing with. And um, But Detroit low-key has been putting it together. Even though they're a team that people look at like, uh, you know, it's Detroit, it's the Lions, right? 
But, you know, winning two out of the last three, and I think the biggest player there that I'm really, really watching is uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, the last three weeks, he's had 35 targets, 26 receptions, 249 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, this whole season, he's had 52 receptions. So, like you're telling, like you telling nice me in the last talent. three weeks, he's, he, he's had half a reception for, this, for the whole season. Yeah, that's a nice young talent. And then low-key, who, who, who is Craig, Craig Reynolds? Coming out of nowhere. Who is Craig Reynolds? 37 carries, 195 <laughs> yards, averaging 5.3 yards per carry. Yo, running backs. Is, is running, he a sleeper or did he just know. have a big week? I don't know. But, you know, little key, before I even touch fantasy, I got him on one team. Because if, if, if DeAndre and Jamal keep staying out, I'll plug him in. Man. I mean, you think about it, low key out of running backs that's taken 100 carries. Or more this season. Uh, Pollard's in first with five point seven, and you know you, you got you got JT with uh, five point six yards per carry. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that five point three yards per carry is pretty impressive. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, didn't see that coming. Um, St. Brown is a nice young piece. Yeah, he is. For sure. um, Josh Reynolds. Uh, good one. Where'd he come from? Um, he 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 was quiet for most of the season. In the last three or four weeks, yeah. it seems like he has to he has gained chemistry with his old quarterback. Yeah. Right, yeah. you know that connection showing. Jared Goff realized, hey man, I still know that guy from from the Rams. Yeah. Hey, you know the what? That chemistry is a big thing. Mm-hmm. And the last four weeks, Josh Reynolds has come out of nowhere. Um, Josh Reynolds, St. Brown, Craig Reynolds. I don't know where half of these guys are coming from, but Detroit's winning games. Nah, Detroit's sure. winning games, and I think you mentioned it two out of the last three. Two out of the last, and three. actually, I, I don't think they've actually lost the game in about five weeks, including that tie that went back a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah. You so, think about it, it was it was uh, they they had that tie. The only real game that they took a serious loss with the Denver. The other two games were losses by two or more, two or less points. Yeah, so. Detroit's playing good ball out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't even know. understand it. So. Um, and they lost a tie rookie cornerback, so you think about it, they could put it together and ask him, but it's Detroit. I get it, people like it's the Lions. I mean, yeah, but I, I don't even really know why we have a Detroit segment right now. Yeah, um, yeah. but it's but, really more about the Cardinals yeah, and how they took yeah, this loss. Yeah, um, seriously. I don't know what's going on. You with mentioned them, it, man. I think it has everything to do with no nuke. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best receivers in the game. Agreed. You take him out of your uh your operation. And what did, what did Detroit do? They loaded the box the entire time. Yeah, even with, we spoke even about James Conner and 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 Edmonds coming mm-hmm. back last week, and um, they came back and they ran the ball okay, but Detroit really loaded that box up, yeah, you know. Did. And, and hey, it worked. I mean, Kirk had a, even Kirk had a great game, you know, nine for ninety seven, I believe, with a I mean, touchdown. Kyler had to throw to somebody. Yeah, he right? had to throw to somebody, you know, you but. Know. I mean, I think what 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 could be the X factor for them is finding a way to get Rondell more involved. You know, what I'm saying you gotta get him involved in that picture right now. Yeah, without, I without, think DeAndre's done for the yeah, season. He's done. Right? He's done for the season. No matter, you know, sick. tough, tough man. And, he's, you know, he's it, injuries. It, yeah, but you know, the thing about DeAndre, it's tough to see him go like that. But if the man needs a timeline to get it, you know, he's you know throughout his career, man, he, he's always on the injury report every week, but shows up every Sunday, man. Real professional on the field. Not that diva type wide receiver that you normally see when it comes to a player of that caliber. You know, so you gotta, you know, you get it. If he can't play, he's banged up. Yeah, he can't play. He's beat up if he yeah, can't play. Yeah. You know, he's tough. He can't he's play. Tough. He brings it yeah, every night. Yeah. Um, so Cardinals got beat. Uh, we we mentioned James Conner possibly having a good week. Um Chase Edmonds possibly having a good week, but Detroit really loaded up that box. So, um, so well, let me ask you this about the Cardinals, man. Big game next week after that loss. Who they got next week? Colts. 
Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one, man. I mean, coming off a tough loss to Detroit, Colts are coming off an impressive win against yeah. the Pats. Yeah. <sighs> so I don't feel good about the Colts in this game. So who you got? I, I'm sorry. I don't feel good about the Cards <laughs> in this game. Yeah. I, I, I think the Colts pulled this one out, man. They're, they're rolling, I to think, say the least. Yeah. I think ever since you mentioned them about three or four weeks back, yeah. they may have heard you or something, so, and these guys yeah. have been rolling ever since. Yeah. Can, I get, can I get some tickets to the playoffs or something? <laughs> like, what's up? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the Colts. Let's talk about them then. I mean, we'll switch over to the AFC where the Colts ran all over the Pats. Oh, man, come on. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, you know, we mentioned it when we spoke about them a couple weeks ago and we spoke about this game. I think we were talking with Joey, right? Yeah, we were. And we said, hey, if we're talking about ground and pound, I'm going to go with the best running back in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Taylor ran for 170 yards on them Pats. Yeah. Yeah, that 16-yard dagger at the end with two minutes and 11 to seconds. To close it, right? Done. Saga, bro. Huge. <laughs> huge, huge win, man. Huge win for the Colts. And then they go in against the Cards next week who are coming off an ugly loss, who are coming off injuries. I mean, I'm going with the Colts on this one, man. Yeah, no, I agree. And you think about Taylor, man, on the season, he's got 1,518 yards with 19 total touchdowns. I mean, the closest person in y'all perspective right now is mixing with 1094. Now, this conversation close. could be different if uh, Derrick Henry was still playing. But right now, I think hands down, you know, you got to give it to JT, man. Just week to week, like, that dude's a baller. He is. He is. Hey. I love it, man. You mentioned the guy, though. And actually, I was going to mention him myself. I mean, Tennessee is still in the playoff mix at this point in time. Still sure. got a one-game lead at this point in time, I think, on your Colts. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, how are we feeling about that division? Can Tennessee hold on, or is well, the Colts coming fast, right? Yeah, they're coming, they're coming <laughs> fast. And, then, you know, not to be biased on this, but, you know, my squad, you know, we won three out of the last four. They play San Fran this Thursday night. So uh, it's going to be a good game. I'm um, looking forward to watching it. I think uh, this is going to be a defining game for the Titans. They could pull this off. This could say a lot for them heading into the playoff in terms of positional status and where they're going to be at. Because it's really true. a tight race in the AFC, right? Yes. But, you know, so I mean, tight, honestly, though, I'm a little worried for them. You know, not just because of the Niners, but, you know, so they allowed the fifth most sacks in the league so far from an offensive line standpoint at 41. Yep. And we have, you know, we speak a lot about defensive players of the year. And people on the defensive side, but, you know, even as a Niner guy, we never really tapped into Nick Bosa, you know. Coming I don't understand why not. Yeah, coming off an ACL <laughs> injury. I mean, you know, this man has 15 sacks for the year, which is third. Uh, 29 QB hits, which is second. He has 18 tackles for a loss, which is first. And four forced fumbles, which is fourth. I mean, if you want to put him in the comeback player of the year conversation. Comeback player of the year, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But he's actually in the defensive player of the year yeah. conversation, if you ask me. I mean, and so that's what, you know, with that pressure we have up front, you know, our front seven strong. Um, they get A.J. Brown back this week, so that's going to help him a lot. Right. Julio Con, I don't know what's going on with that with just no, just, no production. He, he never actually. had the connection with Tannehill. But from the beginning of the season, you asked me. No, I agree 100%. And uh, I just think, you know, I mean, honestly, and this is not a biased decision, but if I'm going to pick somebody from that game, I, I think I'm going to go with the Niners on this one, man. You go know, with the Niners. Yeah, what you think? I'm going to say Tennessee pulls it off. Okay. I'm going right. to say Tennessee pulls All it right. off, man. I, I don't... I think they're I'm gonna. Not bad at it. I think they're gonna do what they can to to grab a hold of this division, yeah. man. Because 
when they get Derrick Henry back, I mean, there's no telling where where Tennessee can go come January when you got to run, run the ball, right? I mean, you got the best. I I, I love what Jonathan Taylor's doing, but at the end of the day, Derrick Henry, he's a load. And we've already seen what he can do in the playoffs. I think Tennessee's going to do what they can to secure that division somehow, yeah. some way. Yeah. Um, because okay. they, they already know if they can secure I the division, they, they could really make a run, man. And I'm not a Tennessee fan, but I like what they got over there for sure. Nah, I, can't, I mean, you know, based on projections with Derek Henry and the time he's going to be out, he can come back as early as next week. Right. You know, it's exactly. eight week timetable to get. Exactly. But as long as they stay in this playoff race and get, can get in there, I think. Making sure Henry is fully healthy at the point, getting a win now is a point for them. Huge. So to, to keep Huge. them in that perspective of having David Henry truly fresh coming back it's, in. That let him let him come in like a week or two before the playoffs start. Just let him get some of that football game back in his life. Yeah, yeah. even you know, if they don't give him a full yeah, workload. Yeah, yeah. You give that man half a workload, I mean, you could, but, you know, you could still pretty much count yourself for, uh, you know, being in the game, you mm-hmm. know, right? So um couple other teams man in that AFC that huge wins the Thursday night game the Chiefs beating the Chargers for the lead and actually the best record in the AFC at this point in time the Chiefs are back on top right we ain't gonna keep saying the cream rises to the top but the Chiefs are back on top and they look good Kelsey wasn't lying about getting that swagger back, man. No, that that is back. That swag is back. And boy, you mentioned his name, Travis Kelsey. Look, we made a little mention last week while you were gone about Mm -hmm. the tight end position being in a little bit of trouble. I think Travis Kelsey took that personally. My man had the game winning and the game tying touchdown in the fourth quarter. And then the game winning touchdown in overtime. Yep. Travis Kelsey was upset that we met. Look, I'm sorry, Travis Kelsey, if you're watching this show. Look, you're still the number one tight end in the NFL. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Travis Kelsey had a huge game, won that game, put him on their back, right? I mean, yeah. that guy, Patty Mahomes, had a little bit to do with it, right? Yeah, no, got for sure. I mean, they got, I mean, this next week they play uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, there's, there's a few questions going on here, you know, a few concerns. Uh, this COVID thing's hitting the league pretty hard. You know, you got Tyreek, you got Kelsey on it, you even got Bucker on it. You know, they don't even have a kicker right now. They don't even have a kicker. Right? They're you probably know, going for um, two all week, huh? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, at the end of the day, this possibly could be one of the situations where, because, you know, they, they, they're they having a little outbreak within the organization. So we might see a similar situation where, uh, you know, games get pushed forward. Get, get pushed get push forward, you mm-hmm. know, might mm-hmm. be a Monday or Tuesday night game. Yeah, which, I can see you know, that. I mean, hey, it is what it is, man. Y'all, these boys stay healthy out there, man. This stuff is getting real. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, we keep mentioning this division, but they keep flip-flopping every single week. It's the, probably the tightest division I've seen in a long time, the AFC North. The Ravens lose again. I mean, obviously they lose to Green Bay this week. That was a justifiable win. I mean, loss. I'm sorry. But they lose again, and I feel like the division is slipping away. I said it last week. I think they losing it, man. I agree. Well, you know what's a big factor? You know, right when I mentioned about the Titans giving up 41 sacks, um, the Ravens lead giving up 48. You know, makes you wonder why, you know, Lamar is where he's at right now on Look, top of all the I can, that he does. All I can say is your quarterback can't throw the ball 
if his back is on the ground. Mm-hmm. Come on, offensive mm-hmm. line, man. Jesus. Step up. Baltimore might have to address that in the offseason, yeah, man. Agree 100%. Man, that's tough. But at this point in time, Cincy is actually on top of the division. Yeah, they are. They are 8-6. Ironically, they play Baltimore next week. So basically what you're saying is this game coming up this week is a huge playoff implication game, right? 100%. Cincy versus Baltimore, 100%. literally for the division at oh, this yeah. point in time. Uh, 100%. Well, I mean, who you got? Mm, honestly, uh, it's tough. I want to say Baltimore gets back, gets it back, and can pull it off. Um, they hear the noise, they hear the chatter, you know, hardball game with a, a, another call here and trying to get it, trying to go for a two point conversion. You know, this, to be honest, this week, I think was the right time to actually do it. I won't second question that call. I mean, you know, trying to go with your backup quarterback, taking the game to overtime. Right. I think, you know, right now that was the right move. Try to go for the win and let's, let's pull it out. Um, I'm actually low key going to take Baltimore to go ahead and get back on the right foot here. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm I'm not gonna lie. This game has everything to do with Lamar Jackson playing or not playing. Is exactly. If Lamar plays, that's what I'm going on. If Lamar plays, I'll give Baltimore the slight edge, man. But I just don't think he's gonna be a hundred percent, even if he does play, man. Okay. It's it's gonna be tough, man. I, I'm gonna go with Cincy, man. Last week I said I think Cincy wins this division. I'm not going to retract from that statement. Since he got a nice win this week, since he seems to be rolling a little bit, Baltimore's banged up injuries. Give me Cincy. Give me Cincy. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Screw it. That takes us straight to our who you got portion of this segment, man. Yeah. Who you got then? So you say you got Baltimore, I got Cincy. All right. What's some other playoff implication games that we got to mention? Buffalo, New England. Tell the people, man. Who you got? Um, Wait, where's that game? Where's that game? Oh, it's in, it's in New England. It's in New England. And you got to remember, New England pulled off the win at Buffalo. I just, honestly, I like the way New England played Buffalo, personally. Yeah. Give me New England that game too, man. Give me New England this week. Yeah. Give me New England extending their lead on the division. Give me New England saying, screw you, Buffalo. Fight for the playoffs. Yeah, you know what? Well, I'm actually right there with you. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I think I think after taking that tough loss against uh, the Colts, I think they're going to get it back together this week. And There's Bell no way Belichick's going to yeah. let them lose too straight. Belichick's making mm-hmm. them boys work hard this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> they they yep. in the game room this week, man. They watching all the footage. All right, so who you got? What other games we got this week? We got Colts, Cardinals. Who you got? Oh, man, said it earlier. Said it earlier in the show, man. I think the Colts just keep that momentum, man. Yeah. I think yeah. they keep it. I think they keep striving to keep fighting. And they gonna just, they're going to be 9-6, and six, man, which brings an interesting case because if that puts uh, 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 Arizona at 10-5, and five, the Rams, they play Minnesota next week, which Minnesota, they're right there in the bubble, too. You know, they got the seventh spot right now, six and seven. So let me ask you that game. Does Minnesota make a fight to stay in the bubble or Rams pull off the game? Nah. Who you got? Nah. Ain't no way Minnesota's winning this game. Yeah. There's no way. First of all, Rams just won another game, okay, against Seattle. Huge division game. Rams have won two straight now. Seem to have it rolling. 
that defense is looking good. Von Miller is really oh, looking good in that mix. Yep. All right, man. I'm going, I'm going to Rams without a doubt. And as a matter of fact, while we're on the topic, I'm going to go ahead and make another prediction. I think the Cards lose a hold of this division to the Rams mm. this week. Mm. Mm. Tough. Mm-hmm. But I dig it. I like it. I just want to see uh, Justin Jefferson get his 21 yards to pass Odell for the most receiving I mean, yards in the first happen. two years. It's going to happen. Know, that's the reason why I'm watching it. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's going to happen, man. Outside of that, I don't mind him taking L. You know, that puts them at 6-8. You got two 7-7 seven seven teams out there. You got New Orleans playing Miami. We saw what New Orleans yeah. did this past week against the Bucs. All right? We already know New Orleans defense is for real. Yeah. We also spoke to Logan last week, and Miami really hasn't played anybody. And when yeah. you come with a true defense like New Orleans, man, give me New Orleans next week all day against Miami. That, that winning streak is coming to an end. Sorry, Miami fans. You know what? I think New Orleans is riding a high this week, and I think Miami comes in there and shuts them down. I think they get the dub. Interesting. I think Interesting. they get the dub. I think that kind of shakes it off and just gets Bucks fans even more, man. <laughs> you, got, you got Miami going on a seven-game winning streak for the first time in God knows how long. Yeah, you, know, you got it, brother. Somebody's <laughs> got to be the bad guy. <laughs> All right, Somebody's got to be the bad so guy. So who else we got on the who you got? I, you know, let me think about this real quick. You know, we got an interesting 7-7 battle on the AFC West. We got the Raiders playing the Broncos. Who you got? Man, I think the Raiders barely pulled off a win this week just because Cleveland was missing half their squad. Do you know that they had 24 of their 53 starters out? How do you even how do you even put a lineup on the field with 20, 29 players left? Right. I did the math. 29 players left. Sound like senior hooky day. Sheesh. <laughs> Nah, the Raiders didn't prove anything by winning last week. Give me the Broncos. Yeah, you know what? I think Javante Williams, you know, we've been bigging up his name on the show a whole lot. I just think Javante Williams continues that, you know, with the with that run game. And, you know, Drew Locke is going to be in there. So I'm going to take Denver for the lock. He actually, <laughs> Denver for the lock. I like it. <laughs> he actually looked good last week, man. He looked better than Teddy did in you know, all the games he's played this year. So Teddy took a lot. He took yeah. he took an ugly injury. Yeah, he did. He did. And you know, sorry to Teddy for your injury, man, but yeah. I don't I, I think that was good for the Broncos. <laughs> all right. So the last game that we got with playoff implications is uh Casey and Pittsburgh. Who you got? I'm taking Casey all day, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. And I think this is a big game when it comes to the teams that are out there in the begin, you know, at the end of this bubble here, because that brings Pitt to seven to seven and one. Right. So you think that about it, you know, tie. Denver takes a win that jumps them at eight and seven, you know, um, or whoever, you know, you got Vegas, Cleveland, Miami, and Denver, all that seven, seven and seven, seven right? behind the yeah. So but yeah. You know, we'll see. We'll see how to shake out. It's really going. It's really going to make an impact to those teams really trying to fight for the playoffs. So I think it's safe to say if Pittsburgh loses this game, they could be looking at outside the playoffs. So, yeah. uh, and, and not another chance to get in at this point in time with all these teams that'll be jumping ahead of them. So, um, sorry Pittsburgh. Better luck next year. I got KC this week too. Um, <laughs> they're playing good, man. They're rolling. Yeah. yeah. Travis Kelsey already said it. They got their swagger back. Man. Best team in the AFC, although we already saw best teams don't always win. 
I saw. I'm going to go ahead and touch this fantasy football segment just because, man, I got to give a shout out to my homie Logan, man. Keep your head up, fam. I know best teams don't always take out the number eight seed, man. Um, <laughs> but how about some fantasy, bro? Um, moving forward in the playoffs at all? Man, yo, look, when you're in that ring, you got to watch out for that counterpunch because that's going to lay you out. Yo, 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 listen, um, keep your head man. up, fam. <laughs> Better luck next year. Stay up, homie. Yo, hey, man, but you know what? You might be able to see the masterminds in the play, you know. in the greatest show. You know, you might be able to see the masterminds in the greatest show. You got some, you got some work to do. We're going to keep pounding forward. Looks like we got Rudy this week. Mm-hmm. Y'all saw him on a few segments mm-hmm. back. Rudy, love you, kid, man, but, um. Better luck next year too. Yes, we gonna keep pounding, bro. Yes, so um, you're fam and all, but you know we got we got a couch and a remote for you because it's done after this week. You going home? Yeah, bro. man. It looks like Justin Jefferson is gonna definitely break that record. So you know we gonna keep pushing forward with Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen set out this game again, so it looks like Justin Jefferson is you know still gonna continue to be a fantasy stud going forward. Any other players you wanna you know touch on this week that you think might have a big week, man? Yeah, you know um. Honestly, I think uh, uh, the homie Big J made a good call last week. You know, I started him in two leagues, and it paid off, man. I, I'm, 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 I'm running too. with this Gabriel Davis look, man. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm liking it right about now, especially, you know, it's one of those players with all the COVID situation we got going on that if you have it and you bench, you need to start someone. And it's another player. I hate to say the name, though, man. It's crazy to imagine, but... He's been putting double-digit numbers in the last three weeks, man, that if you have to have an emergency wide receiver throw in there, Laquan Treadwell's been getting some catches in yards, yo. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm, not, I'm not betting my life on it, but if you got someone deep stashed in your bench that you need to throw in there, you know, just because of a player being out through COVID protocol and everything else, I mean, at this point in time, man, COVID is taking yeah, over, it's, it's man. taking it's, over, man. It's taking over, and, it's, and, you know, it's having a lot of these playoff teams – hurting mm-hmm. so a couple other players you might want to keep in mind for man justin jackson we know austin eckler possibly yeah um yeah. go ahead and stash you with justin jackson man i think uh you know you got to keep running this javante williams train um i think you got to stay with that you know keep him in there you know have that stash piece there um a nice young piece um if by some chance we don't see a tyreek hill man go go talk to miko Harmon, see if he likes running for your fantasy team in the playoffs but we mentioned earlier too, man, Tyler Johnson. You know, if he's still out there in your waivers, man, go grab him. You know, if he's if he's out there in your dynasty leagues and you got some free agent bucks left, man, I throw all my money into that one. Speaking of free agent bucks, yeah, Ronald Jones is gonna get the start with yeah. no Leonard Fournette, man. And I think another player I'll put up in the picture just because they they need to incorporate him is Rondell Moore, man. You yeah. know, I, I would I would still hold him. Again, you know, we keep in mind, we're mentioning these names because COVID is really putting a lot of teams. It's it's making these fantasy playoffs rough. At the end of the day, we're playing dynasty. It's fantasy, man. You know, praise out to everybody. Everybody stay healthy and all. But the perspective of it all, you know what I'm saying? We are out here trying to eat in these leagues that we're in. Right. So, you know, these are just some names that you got stats in your bench that if you don't or if you have them, don't Hand, drop them this week. Handcuffs, yeah, if you will. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Get depth. You got to get depth this time of hey, year. Man. It's very important. Key tip to fantasy, man. Always try to stash your handcuffs. Yes, sir. <laughs> come playoff time, they could come in handy. Handcuff comes in handy. Look, 
COVID is taking over, man. Go get you a couple handcuffs. So as usual, we're going to cross over into the NBA. Yo, Jay Money still holding down that Kobe corner, man. Yes, I appreciate you over there. Yeah, yeah, man. You know it's a spot, man. Got no man in the middle today, man, but uh, got my G-Man still in the middle. G-Man. Giants ain't quite in the playoffs, but my G-Man still stay in the middle. Um, We talked about, man, this uh this COVID outbreak in the NFL, oh, that's man. That's crazy. It seems like it's just not in the NFL, man. It's translating in all these sports, man. Yeah, the NBA's the getting hit by the COVID, too, uh, big time as well, right? Huge outbreaks amongst a lot of these teams, man. Yeah, I think currently they got like 80-plus players on that list right now on that safety plus. protocol. That's huge, man. Yeah, it's huge. It, it's an impact to the game, impact to the brand, impact to the standings and a bunch of teams. But, you know... Let me ask you this, because let's 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 go into a couple a couple names and teams and how it impacts them. Like, yeah, you think about it. ATL, they got Trey Young, Clint Capella. That's on, huge, man. That's yeah. their entire offense. You ask me. I mean, that's their entire team. If you ask me, yeah. Clint Capella is is really the guy that holds down. He's the anchor yeah. for their defense, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Trey Young is, you know, their entire offense. If he's not if he's not getting you a bucket, he's the one finding the man, right? I think he's averaging. 27, 9, 10 assists a game. Um, so to go along with Clint, that's, you know, that's yeah, to lose loss. both of them, yeah. man. I feel like you you pretty much lose your entire team, man. Yeah. Atlanta's already struggling to make the playoffs at this point in time. They've been they've been fighting to get back in it. But um, you know, this this loss, you know, due to COVID, it, it could really backtrack them a little yeah, bit. I think Atlanta right now, they 14th, 15th, and 11th spot right now in the East. So, you yeah. know, this doesn't help, you know, at all. Exactly. I mean, but they were already on the edge teetering. So I don't I don't like this for them at all. To keep it on the East, man, another team that's taking a hit, if you think about it, man, is Toronto. You know, you look at some of the names that that's impacted with COVID right now in the protocol, you got Scotty Barnes, Van Fleet, and Siakam. Like, well, who's going to run it? I mean, to be honest with you, they're another team that's already been struggling to make these playoffs, yeah. man. And and it, it doesn't make it any better, man. I mean, Van Fleet is their, their MVP candidate player at this point in time. Um, and, and you know, yeah. they, they lose him. And it's not like they even have their backup point guard because they lost, you know, Malachi Flynn to COVID as well. Yep. I believe Gary Trent is on the list yep. as well. I mean, they're going to they're gonna have to look for, you know, a lot of these no-name players, you know, maybe like, you know, Chris Boucher's, you know, to possibly step up and, I like that. you know, but yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be enough. You know, this they're probably going to be a good team to pick on for the next couple games. Um, they're probably not going to win any games anytime soon. You know. They're probably going to dip a little further in the standings and, you know, yeah, I'm not. I'm not very confident in Toronto this season already. And then you know, with these losses, it doesn't help anything. You know, it kind of shows a little bit, like where you know, sad to say, you know, as far as this COVID thing and where it's spreading. Um, it seems like you know the uh, Midwest and Northeast are really taking a hit, yeah, right? They really are. You know, if you add into it, you know, just keep it on the Northeast right now. You know, a little bit. Um, Durant and Harden, they on the safety protocol. You lose Durant. Too. Harden, yeah, man, I think they got Lamarcus Aldridge out. They're, they're literally running their offense nowadays through Blake Griffin and some no-name players that I've. I mean, I'm a basketball head, man, and I've never even heard of half of these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is the East better be happy right now that they got those guys out because Brooklyn was starting to pull away. And it may allow them to stay a little competitive. Allow some of these other teams in the East to maybe. You know, hold on and, 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 you know, 
not fall too far behind, man. Yeah, if you slide a little bit to the Midwest there, you think Giannis from Milwaukee. Yeah. He out. Some more big names yeah, in the yeah. East, Anthony man. Anthony Edwards and, out. And they've, at this point in time, with all of these, I think, I think Giannis is out. Um, Bobby Portis is out. I think Chris Middleton was out for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are struggling. They've they've fallen, I think, to like fifth in the East at this point in time, strictly due to injuries. It's it's crazy how much it's impacting the league, man. Also on that same conference, if you think about it, man, you know, the Knicks getting hit up too. You I mean, got, yeah. got Toppin, you got you got Barrett out. Yeah, them them guys are plagued with, you know, COVID as well, man. I mean, it's impacting the league for sure. Nah. I mean, speaking of the Knicks, man, they got all types of organizational things going on anyway. You know, outside of, you know, COVID hitting their organization, what, what's going on with Thibodeau and, and, and Kemba? It seems yeah, like they had a, a little noise. bit of a falling out lately too, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of noise going on there. Um, uh, apparently, I mean, Kemba doesn't really like the way Thibodeau's running the show. And... Thibodeau is a defensive-minded coach. Yes, and, and, you know, since Kemba was out, the Knicks actually improved drastically. Defensively. Defensively, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, can you really blame Thibodeau for, you know, benching Kemba for those, I, I believe it was 10 games? 10 I th- games? I think at the end of the day, you're the head coach of this team, right? You're the leader. You know, uh, I think you have to make that impact to go ahead and sit this man down. Because if you let somebody disrespect you like that in that manner, then it kind of you lose control of the whole team. Right. You really do. So I mean, I'm not mad at him for doing that. And statistically, it shows defensively that Kemba's not that guy defensively. He's not. He's never been yeah. that guy defensively. And actually, you know, that's the thing is you bring in a, a veteran like Kemba, hoping for him. You know, the Knicks already played great defensively, and. You bring in a veteran like Kemba, hoping that they'll, they'll they'll push your franchise to that next level, and he he does he does the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. You know he he actually you know makes your defense worse. Um, he's taking uncharacter well, I mean they're characteristic now and late in his career, but uncharacteristically bad shots for Kemba, bad shots forcing the issue all the time. You know. I don't like it, man. I, I'm I'm not liking this this fit with Kemba in New York, man. But you know, hopefully this uh you know little suspension that Kemba had, you know, will will help them out, you know, going forward. Honestly. So do you see them um staying in the race long term and making that push? I feel like it's gonna depend on Kemba. Yeah. You know, I feel like they're a great defensive team. Um, they're probably gonna make a push towards the playoffs. I think Kemba is going to be what get gets him over that hump. So you're saying Kemba's going to find his UConn days <laughs> and just really uh, running through the, the Knicks end. can only hope. The <laughs> Knicks can only hope. Um, I mean, I know Man. one person they don't have to worry about playing against, though, in New York is is Kyrie. That's for sure. For be, because um, Kyrie's not going to be playing in New York anytime soon. At all. Not against the Knicks. Not for Brooklyn. But apparently... He's going to be the first part-time player to be able to play on the road. Yep. yep. <laughs> I mean, how you feel about that? Man, talk, you know, about, talk about changing the game. That's all I can say about that, you know, when it comes to Kyrie. I mean, if you think about it, like, who has that type of level of impact? Is it is it Durant playing too much? What do you think? I feel like a lot of these big-name players are probably impacting this decision nowadays. Um, and, you know, you could pretty much blame it on Brooklyn. 
you know, they 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 reneged on their whole, you know, statement originally. You know, they yeah. they they were not gonna allow players to play without being vaccinated. And now all of a sudden they they pull back just a little bit. And I I feel like guys like KD and Harden may have voiced their opinions a little bit. Um, maybe even other players from other teams. Um, who knows? But I, I feel like it's probably league wide. Man, I don't know if it's that or, or, or one man changing the game, but one thing I know, like, if I get in trouble, like, I need to get in touch with Kyrie's agent. Like, I need your <laughs> legal team on my side. Like, for, for real, real, for real. Like, I might not be able to afford him right now, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, you might need to get in contact with Kyrie's agent. But I mean, hey, look, let's, speaking of super teams, man, yeah. let, let's switch over to the other conference, man. I mean, we talk about them a lot, man. But they just had a huge injury. Yeah. I already know where you're going with this. We out for at least four weeks in L.A. No A.D. Man, they say four to six, but I feel like it's going to drag into more like a two, two and a half month type thing. You yeah, know? man. I don't, I don't think it's going to be four to six. I that mean, guy's made of glass, huh? I tell you, that's the biggest thing with us, man. We, You know, there's been a lot of talks before the season. You know, even I, as a fan, said, like, you know, I just, you know, that's going to be the X factor for us. It's about his help. He's staying in the game. He being consistently on the court. Right now, we right around 500. So, you know, I mean, at this point, I think L.A., you know, obviously they just got to stay within that picture, right? And we get everybody healthy coming into the playoffs. That's going to really define everything. But it's tough, man. It's tough losing a player like A.D. And, you know, I'm, I'm, what I'm a little disappointed on is I feel like uh, Carmelo, you know, started off loud and just what happened? I mean, he's still loud. He just got tossed out of the game. Yeah, I don't know, man. Hey, we need I, that. We I need feel like they need it. guys yeah. like Melo to to step it up, step but it up. In, in a positive manner, not necessarily getting in people's faces and you know cursing at the referees, man. Step it up in a positive manner. That's what you right. can use right now. 100%. Is that 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 nice sense of veteran leadership. I mean, you're going to get it out of LeBron, right? He's back. He's in the MVP conversation, Mm -hmm. right? Um, They're teetering right around 500. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of teams in the West that are plagued with this COVID virus as well, but there's a bunch of teams in the West that are back in the fold, man. You got John Morant back. You know, Memphis, you know, still playing good. I think they're fourth in the West now. I mean, you also got Minnesota right there out there in the ninth. I mean, Anthony Edwards is on the COVID protocol as well, but I mean, they're right there. They're like one game behind 500, I believe. Yeah, man. I think I think Golden State got a couple players that that have been hit with this uh, this COVID virus yeah, as well. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Poole, Anthony. Uh, I'm sorry, Andrew Wiggins. Yep. So, um, man, you know the West is still wide open. Uh, we've made mention of that, and this COVID virus is not making anything easier on anybody. Uh, right? Phoenix just took out LA, so you know, I mean, Chris Paul's been holding it down, so. I mean, at this point in time, Chris Paul is holding down. He's looking like one of the front runners for MVP, you know, quietly. You know, we mentioned last week the the, the top five for MVP, and uh, nobody's mentioned this guy, Chris Paul. He, he's, he's got Phoenix number one in the West at this point in time. Yeah, you think, you think he's a little, uh, you know, a little, little tight about last year? And how it played out. Hey man, look, my man's got my man's got a target in his in his in his, in his eyes right now. I he would be if something. I was him. Yeah, I would 100%. be if I was him. You know, if any player in the league that I think deserves one, man, because Chris could have been had one. You know, we we know the history. He should have <laughs> been in L.A. Oh, you know, man. so you know, and then you look at the the whole format and the teams and how everything's set up. 
that trade back then would never got rejected these days. No, so and, and they would, you know, so that's one him, man at the end of the he day. He had a couple ships, and Kobe yeah. would have had a couple yeah. more, right? Yeah, no, for real, hundred percent. I with so with all the 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 COVID talk, one person that really hasn't caught it. I mean, knock on wood, but. Steph Curry gonna have to step it up for them Golden State yeah, Warriors to try to get that top ranking in the in the West again, man. We talked about it a little last show, man. You weren't here for it, man. But Steph is the officially the best three point shooter in NBA history. Man, you know that doesn't surprise me. Um, I remember when he was in college in Davidson, right? You know, obviously I do my brackets through a Mouch Madness all the time. And uh, I actually won more bracket that year because I was the only person that had Davidson going as far as, nice. as they went, right? Oh, so you telling me you yeah, had faith yeah, in Steph. Yeah, and jump. Jump. Okay. jump. I'm like, man, I remember Dell out there in Charlotte. Like, come on, man. This dude, this dude got a better, better flick of the wrist than his pops. Like, <laughs> he out there killing Don't him. Tell Dell that yeah. though. <laughs> but you know what, man? You know, imagine being a imagine being a dad, right? Watching your son accomplish something like that. So that's all I saw. When that record got broken, it was look the, the look on Dell's face, man, like it's wow, amazing. No, you know? it's it's a fact, man. Yeah. You know, I say don't tell Dell, but Dell knows it himself. Yeah. Dell knows that he he birthed the greatest three point yeah. shooter in NBA yeah. history. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and 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 to be real with you, man, this guy has changed the game, bro. Yeah. It, it's yeah. it's not like he's just a shooter. He's changed the game, man. To to jack it up from. 35 feet, you word, know what I'm saying? Word. You know, he he was logo to the Steph logo. before, yeah, yeah, logo, yeah, before logo, logo Lillard or anybody else. Mm-hmm. Logo was, I mean, Steph was draining them things from the logo. He does it in, yeah. you know, the guy's crazy. He he made it cool. He made it okay to jack up 10, 12 threes a game as long as you make it 50% of them, right? Word. I mean, Steph has single-handedly changed the game and he deserves to be labeled as the greatest three-point shooter ever, man. Like, b- greatest shooter ever. I mean, hands down, man. So, salute to Steph, man. Yeah, 100%, man. Shout out to my mans Ray Allen and Reggie Miller. Commend, commend you guys on your respect for right. Steph and breaking the record. And, and shout out to my man Larry Bird, man, because that's where it all started. Even yeah, Reggie said that's, that's where he mimicked his game from. So, mm-hmm. shout out to my man Larry Bird, man. And shout out to you, Jay Money. Appreciate you joining the Kobe Corner as Mm -hmm. usual, man. I'm back at it again. Man, I mean, sorry you had to take such an ugly loss in Tampa last week. I hope your trip was still dope. Oh, man, dope time. Dope time, man. (laughs) Shout out to my homeboy, Welly, man. Yo, we we did it up, son. Yeah. (laughs) And as usual, thank you guys for watching, man. Like and subscribe us on YouTube. Check us out at sportjv.com. Check out the holiday section, man. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as usual, we're going to leave you guys on a little quote, man, from a man, Larry Bird. A winner is someone who recognizes his God-given talents, works his tail off to develop them into skills, and then uses his skills to accomplish his goals. Thank you guys for watching.